been listening to Garbage Hill, one of its first podcast network, garbagehillnetwork.com. Hey, this is Triggers, and you're listening to Witch Police Radio. Witch Police Radio. Woo!
Hello and welcome to another episode of Witch Police Radio. <laughs> I am your solo host tonight, Ryan. Uh, Sam uh, couldn't be with us because we've uh, kind of pushed back from our regular recording schedule. But I am sitting here with the boys from Triggers. So I guess the best way to do this, just acquaint everybody, uh, I guess, a name to the voice. We'll go around the room. Maybe tell us what you do in the band. Something personal about yourself. I am Brayden. I play guitar and I sing. And that is the most interesting thing about me. <laughs> Deja vu. Uh, my name is Andrew, and I try to play bass, and I sing, and in uh, my spare time, I like to go on drives, catch some fish. <laughs> As of, what, yesterday? Yes. Yesterday, you like to drive again? Yes. <laughs> Don't drink and drive, kid. <laughs> my name's Kyle, I play guitar and do backup vocals, and sometimes I like to argue with Brady. And uh, my name's Joel, I play drums in the band, and I... <coughs> Period. I, and yeah, that's about it. I don't sing, I don't play guitar, I just hit shit. Okay, well, I guess getting to know each other's done. Let's go straight into the new EP. You guys got a new EP coming out, why don't you tell me a bit about it? It's, uh, it's called Prairie Resilient. It was recorded back in May with Sean Dealey at Exchange District Studios. It took literally three of the longest days of my entire life. Because three or two and a half? He charges by, no, he just day. I was there bright and early on Monday. He charges by the day, so we were trying to stretch that, and he was really good about <coughs> stretching it out as far as that day could possibly go. And, yeah, three days later, we uh, let him mix and master. He basically did all the work on it, um, got it back, and uh, now we're going to put it out next week. Excellent. Um, it comes up oftentimes... Actually, format this this day and age is quite important to a lot of bands, right? You got your cassette heads, you got your vinyl, you got digital, you've got CD. Any thoughts on how it's coming out? Honestly, the the reason it's on CD is because we don't have anything at a show that we can give somebody. Right. And CDs are like, where do you listen to a CD anymore? It's in your car. It's like exactly. the only spot you listen to a CD. Right? Get get to and from. And ideally, you're going to come to the park on Friday, next Friday, and you're going to buy a CD and put it in your car, and if you're like me, it'll sit in your CD player for the next three months of your life. Right. And you'll get, you'll get so sick of those songs, but you'll know every one of them by the time it's done. Yeah, that backup CD for when your iPod or yeah. iPhone dies. Exactly. It also works as a coaster when it gets too old. Yeah. <laughs> we're, also, we're also putting out uh, download cards as well, handing out the download right. cards. Right. Yeah. Uh, with, with the CD then, or just... No, you can get it online. It's... Uh, it's like only six bucks because there's only six songs. Right. We can't afford to do any more than that. So. <laughs> but, uh, but yeah, you can get physical copies right now. Actually, you can only get them at our shows. And then the uh, once it's out, it'll be online on September 15th everywhere. So. Awesome. Okay. Um, I should, I guess at this point, mention that we are a few weeks backlogged. So the EP will still be fresh when this hits the air. Yeah. However, the show will be passed. Yeah, no worries. So if you snoozed, you lose. People listening. Um, it's probably out right now, then, so you can probably find it online. There we go, which we'll discuss at the end of the show, of course. We'll let you know where to, where to find everything from Triggers. Um, I don't know if you're listening for the first time, or if you're a, a long-time listener, or, I mean, in your guy's case, first time on the show. The way that we do this show is uh, Sam hits a button on a computer, and a random word comes out. So that's the theme for our show, okay. uh, which sometimes works out great. And sometimes not so not so much, right? So this week we got speed, which I think oh, I don't perfect. know. Yeah, solid like Keanu Reeves movie. <laughs> there, we could talk Keanu all night, baby. <laughs> um, so yeah, I mean, well, uh, I'm just gonna hop into uh, my first song. Uh, it was my gut reaction when I heard speed, which has literally never happened when I've been on the show before. 
uh, every time I'm, I'm fighting Monday afternoons at work for the computer so I can figure out what I want to, to play. But as soon as I heard Speed, uh, first thing that came to head, of course, is uh, Green Day's Geek Stink Breath. Uh, I'm sitting here with some pop punk, you know, uh, kids. Kids? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I'm still a kid. I'm still like like And of course, like I mean, it's a song that's overtly about being high on speed. So let's, uh, let's take a listen to it, and then uh, we'll come back and talk a bit uh, maybe about pop punk. <laughs> so that was uh, Green Day's Geek Stink Breath, and let's talk about Green Day a second. I'll tell you my, my Green Day story. Uh, grade 7, Green Day and the Offspring played on the Much Music Video Awards, which at Grade 7 I had nothing else to do but roll cigarette butts and smoke joints and watch Much Music. So I, I caught this band, and it totally... At this point, I'd already been volunteering at the West End, because local music really appealed to me. I didn't really particularly care about what kind of music. So I heard Green Day, and I was just like, what the fuck is this? Like... You can play music that doesn't actually sound like you know how to play music. And it, it, it's, it sounds stupid to say, but Green Day opened my eyes to the fucking world of punk rock. Yeah, yeah. Totally. I think that was, that was like every everyone's like introductory punk rock band. You know, it's like yeah. If you weren't into Blink One Eighty Two, then you found Green Day. If well, you weren't into Dude Ranch, you were into Green Day. When I was in grade five, my cousin he used to listen. He had Enema, and he listened to Dookie. Like nonstop, and I was—I didn't know what the fuck music was. I didn't care. I was still listening to Hanson and S Club Seven and shit. <laughs> that is uh, not the first time Hanson's come up in this apartment. <laughs> so, but no, no, he, he had Dookie fucking just on, and 
it sold me, and I went to Columbia House. I fucking ordered the Green Day CD. So they recently had to shut down because apparently a scent of record is not a feasible <laughs> business plan. <laughs> um, we can attest to that after making CDs. Yeah, right? <laughs> totally. Um, what I always found interesting was uh, the contrast of Dookie to Insomniac. If you lay it out structurally to me, it's they're very similarly written records. But Dookie is, I mean, uh, to me it's about speed, but they kind of, they put it in the background, right? They, they, it's not, they don't mention it straightforward. But when you get to Insomniac, in particular Geek Stink Breath, they're just straight up. You know, we Do got you, a fucking meth problem. I was watching, uh, I watched the Green Day Into the Music or Behind the Music a couple weeks ago. And what, what getting played. Fuck, I was watching on YouTube at work when I wasn't fucking doing anything. God bless work. <laughs> and what they said is they got so much shit. Because they signed Major on that record on on Dookie, that they came, they they wanted to come back with like a fucking more punk rock record, just to be like, you know, we're still fucking punk doesn't mean let, yeah, you can't let, sign yeah, fucking let Major. We are. Yeah, that's pretty fucking cool. So yeah, so, I mean, Green Day led into punk rock yeah. as as a whole to me, but as I got older and older and got out of that, oh, if it, you know, if they don't have patches and studs bullshit, I I realized that I really did enjoy pop punk and I came back to Green Day and kind of from there springboarded so I mean why pop punk for you guys it's just fun to play it's fun to play fast and you know the songs are pretty catchy so they're kind of singable we have people in the crowd that kind of join in every now and then so I think it's just fun for everybody you can kind of feed off our energy we can feed off theirs and push each other around mm. a little bit so it's just uh, it's just a good time it's the only music I ever played well, yeah. or wrote there yeah, you go I remember <laughs> I met Braden in grade seven, and he was in guitar class, and I was in band playing the sax, and they he started playing fucking Green Day, uh, yeah, <laughs> and, know, yeah. and we're listening to Blink and shit, and like we're in grade seven, just stupid fucking fourteen year old shitheads. Andrew's been the bass player in every band I've ever played. Yeah, like, <laughs> like, <laughs> like yeah. since I was like fourteen. Yeah, since you played guitar, so I had to quit and band and play bass. That's the reason I play bass. That that's the fucking reason I play bass. Player saying. I had to drop band so I could play bass. <laughs> because they played guitar. I couldn't play guitar. No. I still play bass because had... I was, my mom put me in band rather than put me in guitar. Yeah, we already had two guitar players. I was like, I want to play guitar. Like, no, nah, no, we need a bass player. <laughs> you don't to the band if you don't play bass. It's like, fuck, why? <laughs> Look forward to carrying a lot of gear and not getting made. <laughs> yeah, pretty. Everyone not noticing when you fuck up. That's true. I mean, who needs a rhythm section, really, right? Do you still play your bass? I know you used to play bass. Um, uh, funny story about that. Uh, got back from tour, uh, moved in with my girlfriend. Uh, ended poorly. We're we're great now. We're we're more than great now. But uh, ended poorly. Still had a key to our apartment, and then one day I came home, and the only thing missing from my house was my bass. The only thing missing. To this day, she she swears we had sketchy landlords, and that they must have came in and took the. Just the bass. Yeah, oh, that's yeah, that was straight like, to the heart. Yeah, that's exactly. I got a pawn shop for 140 bucks. It came on the road with me, and then just one day gone. That's but cutthroat. Yeah, not to dwell on old things. Yeah, <laughs> I think this is every episode now that I've talked about an ex girlfriend taking something. <laughs> so, well, I usually acquire pets from ex girlfriends. Yeah, yeah, that's uh, my thing. My mom always ended up with those. <laughs> yeah. yeah, it would be the week transition back at mom's place. She's like, oh, I'll just keep the cat. Okay, keep the cat. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck yeah. So, um, 
Yeah, uh, any thoughts from you guys? A song maybe to pick or to play? Yeah, I want to hear uh, I want to hear a bit of propaganda. We kind of referenced it earlier at our... I was going to say default. What you saying? I want to know what song you're going to pick. Theory of Pentacle Pope? I want to know what song you're going to pick. I want to pick Head, Chest, or Foot. We kind of referenced that uh, earlier today at our rehearsal, and I haven't heard it since probably grade 8, so... Perfect. Any uh, any particular reason it references to the speed theme or? Uh, well, speed theme for sure. I think uh, all of us kind of grew up on, on you know Blank Green Day and, and especially oh, yeah, Propaganda. Yeah. So, um, yeah, you know, kind of like an underrated local hero band of everyone. So underrated. Uh, well, yeah. Not Winnipeg. Not in Winnipeg, but they're the band. Properated. <laughs> Properated. Underrated by mainstream. <laughs> well, yeah. Industry. You don't hear them as often as you'd like. That's for sure. Okay, well, we'll go into propaganda then. Cool. Three choices. One bullet. One trigger. Guess who gets the bullet? One leader. A thousand slates. For every road, there's a thousand grapes. You're all the same. Just part of the machine. Perpetuate their dream. They subsidize your nightclubs and they subsidize your malls. They hurt and ran the masses within painted prison walls. Say your freedom of assembly become the missiles they create. Or just mass delusion dancing to this music that you fucking hate. Okay, and so there was Propaganda's head, chest, or foot. Um, yeah, moving forward, I mean, guys, what, what would you like to talk about? What's, uh, what's current in the affairs of the young folk? I mean, I, I, I sit at home in my thirties, <laughs> right? I, I ripped a bong, and I, I listen to podcasts. So, I mean, what's going on right now for you guys in, in the scene in Winnipeg? I just bought a house. <laughs> <laughs> the local scene is loving that. Luckily, <laughs> I've rented an apartment above a bowling alley and beneath another bowling alley. Um, Marty from Clipwing, Marty and I have recently started recording bands uh, in the local scene. We haven't done much, but we're just finishing up doing an album with uh, Bear Fight at the moment. Oh, right, right. Okay. By the time um, this comes out, it'll probably have a song or two released. I, uh, I know... I caught the Sugar Six CD release. Uh, Sugar Six also appeared on the show just a little while ago. Uh, I went down there and caught uh, caught Bear Fight set, 
And uh, I saw Tony from Union Stockyards, who we'll have back on the show next Monday and had on the show in the past, um, get up on stage and, and they do a song together, which reminded me of, of a time that obviously was more hip-hop driven, where you'd see a lot of groups co co collaborating with one another. I've noticed that coming up in Winnipeg these days. Any thoughts on that? Any maybe hints that the same thing might happen with you guys? Oh, I like I like when bands do that. Like you're talking about like collaborating with like, yeah. different bands on different bands' records. And yeah, stuff. yeah, sweet. Uh, like I was talking to Stockers about their record. They uh, they had some guest vocals. Hey, okay. some of the Danger Cat guys, I think, right? Or no, Clipwing, Clipwing had yeah, um, Clipwing did. It had Dylan from Distances and uh, Chris from the Rippers. Yeah, yeah, that's right. yeah. Oh, I love that. Uh, Jenna. It's a cool yeah. idea because it shows how close knit the scene is, right? Like, yeah, everyone kind of kind of shows how everyone gets along with everyone. Right, yeah, yeah. right, and even Which, like. Even on our record, like like we did gang vocals and and uh, we had four full bands there. Yeah, <laughs> like, yeah. there's like awesome. there's a lot of bands from the scene that were represented by one or two people there. Like that, there's like and, 16, 16 or yeah, seventeen there was, like, people 16 there. People and like and you know you all get around and it's just cool to see everybody. Like like I shoot I shoot a text then, like then the day before or whatever and you get responses from everybody and they're all like yeah man like I'm coming like can I bring people awesome no problem right like awesome yeah it's uh it's nice to see. Uh, so much support for one another. That's what, that's what makes the scene so good here is that there's, like, everybody's got each other's back. You know what I mean? It doesn't matter. And, like, we play, we play shows with all sorts of different bands in Winnipeg, but they're all kind of, like, from the same scene. Like, like you could list them off. Stockyards, Clipwing, Danger Cat, Distances, like, Dina Galore, The Rippers. Like, there's so many bands, right? And any given show is going to have a few of those bands on it, right? Right. To the point where, you know, you're all buddies because you go to the same shows and you play with the same shows. Right, you've got to turn it back, like you said. To me, it's it's almost uh, a new renaissance of when I was growing up. I and mean, when I was 14, 15, you would, you would see varied shows like that. You know, you'd have the umpires and Bucko and Mung and, and Phil Foundation all playing together. And then for a while, I found that things got really separated and as people developed more into, oh, this is this is my thing, that's my, and that's yours. And you had, you know, uh, punk shows were for punks and you had hardcore shows were for, you know, the hardcore kids. Mm. So it's really nice for me as, as you know, an older guy to, to see that as well. Because you can, you can feel it at shows now when you go there, you, can, you know. You're getting four different sounds from four different bands. This is, I'm holding up five fingers. I know <laughs> you guys can't see that, but <laughs> one, I thought one's, it out. one's a thumb, though, that doesn't count. <clears throat> okay. Right, and, and, and yet you still, I mean, everybody is singing along with everybody else's. So it's, uh, it's a nice thing to see again, for sure. And yes. <laughs> um, back to that. Jenna has a sweet guest spot on the Bear Fight record, and I actually have a spot too, but I haven't been able to be around for one of their shows. I think I'm the last one to not show up for their spot. Considering um, the fact how awesome Obina's touring, I think you should probably get on that. Yeah. Yeah, and let me know too, because uh, maybe I'll get out of the old man cave. <laughs> um, you guys want to go into another song? Sure, man. So, Brendan, you had suggested... You said speed, right? Yeah, so speed it is. First thing that came to my head is High Five Drive. Okay, uh, you want to talk about High Five Drive or just go right into the same? I, I, they're a band that like, we grew up on. Just oh. say, like, same, like, to me, High Five Drive is the same era as Blink and, and Green Day in their heyday. Like we were talking about like when I was 14 and 15. Like Our first show when we were kids... Was with High Five Drive. Right, and obviously still long-standing members of, of the music community, right? right? Exactly. I mean, 
uh, Marty's got his fingers in. Well, I mean, now uh, you guys are recording as well. But on top of that, uh, uh, bands <laughs> pump, bands pump, bands. Greg is doing his thing and fucking killing it. Right? Yeah, he's yeah. right. Sweet. Awesome. Yeah. The sweetest man in the world, and he has a shirt that just says "motherfucking Greg Regan." <laughs> I mean, that's uh, love that, that shirt. Yeah, it says it all, right? So. Yeah, you know what? Let's go into Colic. Yeah, man. And maybe it. we'll come back and I'll talk about uh, how handsome Greg is. Pretty fucking sucks. mixed up words and then we kind of get stuck at this spot again yeah. so <laughs> we're talking about how much rufio sucks sucks the reason i, I was I like thought of rufio is because i think greg or marty or somebody pointed oh. them out to me when i was like a kid i remember that like this is a fast band i remember they were supposed to come and open for a sweet band at like the bert when i was like 14 or 15 rufio yeah and I, I, I was like looking into all their music, and I was fourteen or fifty, and I thought everything was the shit. Right. And then they just didn't show up, and then they never came through town. <laughs> and that was it. And it was they just they never just never came maybe, through. And then these were never a thing. Years later, I start a band called Mercy Street, and then Rufio breaks up. Two of the guys start a band called Mercy Street. <laughs> <laughs> Assholes are just <laughs> <in their> life, <laughs> right? for you, like just ruining my shit from square days. one. 
What other sweet <laughs> bands do you remember from back in the day? I was. They remind me of Monine, and I, that reminds me of that sweater Greg had that lasted like six years. <laughs> I think he's still got it. Every time oh, yeah. I see him, he he's does. rocking that tattered old thing. <laughs> it's raggedy as hell, but it's still, yeah. it's still being. Yeah, old. but I mean, what are you going to do? It's a Monine hoodie. You hold on to that shit. Oh, I right? still got one. It doesn't fit me, but I still have it. I didn't like that band. I got all sorts of shirts. <laughs> I fuck just won't me. Admit that fuck I'm you. I did not. I did not miss a single Monine show that came to you. So like, well, there wasn't the record with that, like a tree, and the, the it was all tree. sad. <laughs> <laughs> it was all sad. There was like an autumn leaf fluttering off of it. Man, all their shit was sad. Sad Monine record, unheard, of. unbelievable. Yeah. Uh-huh. I don't know. Um, what are the plans for the future, guys? I mean, are we looking touring? I mean, okay, we've already established that you've got a, a, a big boy jam space. Did we mention that Prop used to jam there? Yeah, we, I, took, we took their spot. I can't be around Tony without him mentioning that. Yeah. So, yes, <laughs> I did know that yeah. Prop used to jam there. But I mean, I mean, on on more of a, a moving forward for you, for you guys, like, is it take the winter now to to get this record up and hyped, and then tour in the spring? Or I feel like that's pretty much the direction we're headed. I, I know that we definitely spent a lot of time and energy and and time <laughs> getting this record together and we were actually talking the other day uh, I was talking with Nash about maybe doing some cool kind of split idea with a few bands in the city but that's hush hush that's hush hush but like you know <laughs> hush, hush, hush. I don't know if it's hush hush there's it's just thing. a cool idea like, like, yeah, like I think split, I'm, like yeah. if, if we if if we make any money we're definitely not gonna make our money back but if we make any money at this CD release party. We're probably going to record again because at this point, after doing all the work with the like the record that we are releasing or is released already, uh, I'm pretty fucking sick of those songs already. Right, <laughs> right. Of course, you know what I mean. Like you get to the point where you're just like, fuck. Like we need new music, you know. And I think once this kind of like next two weeks here, where the record's out and like hyped and everything like that is done, then it's going to kind of transition into like. Like not necessarily touring right away, but we're definitely going to need to write some new music and kind of get some new juices flowing. And as far as our band goes, like I said, like the, this record is our first like real assessment of us writing as a band and like all contributing at the same time to right. like, the stuff that's going on into like the, the music itself. Whereas like the first one that we released, it was basically just like kind of we wrote it with like Joel was on tour for a month in Europe, and we kind of like like I had, me and Andrew had a few of the songs together, and we kind of like threw it together while he was gone and then just said like here this is what we're playing you know and like it worked out well but like it, it, it's it was definitely a different <coughs> process than this one and I'm really looking forward to the next step of like writing the next record now because it's like I, I understand that nobody's even heard this one like the one we're putting out but I'm fucking sick of those tunes Dude, yeah I mean, the next yeah, one's gonna be way better <laughs> <laughs> don't, don't blow your fucking expectations that. right now you think this one's good yeah you think this one sucks wait till the next one man I already hate the songs that we haven't written <laughs> no, I think I'm already sick of them. I'm sick of them. I'm for sure sick of these songs, though. But I mean, like that being said, I hope you like them because have you like have you even heard them or, or uh, I've shown I've, any I've, shit? I've not. Did no. we bring anything to show? Fuck. I guess no. you might drop the ball. Hey, fuck. Uh, <laughs> yeah. no, we're prepared. Totally good. Yeah, <laughs> we, we do have to play our own shit. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. yeah, we do have a song streaming on that um, Manitoba music oh, right yeah, now, but that'll be done by. It's just a song we re-recorded from the last EP. So the. 
the version that you guys have up right now uh, is the re-recorded version. It's the it's the yeah. new one. Yeah, okay. yeah. It's the new version. I probably should have instead of just sharing it like a mindless yeah, asshole, no. actually listen to it. I probably should have read what was written. I but you know. <laughs> I, think, uh, I think I probably should have put that it was re-recorded, and I will change that. No, I'm pretty sure it was <laughs> mentioned okay, there. Figure it out; they're not true fans. Yeah, true. What, what I had taken from that was that you re-recorded for the new one, but this was the old version of that track. No, no, it's the new one up there. Yeah. Okay, well, I'm gonna have to check that. I mean, again, I suppose it's irrelevant to, at this point right. uh, for <laughs> yeah. people listening because you can just go buy it on the internet. <laughs> Woo! Shit! Yeah. All right. Well, I got that's kind of the point of this. I guess. Oh man! Yeah, I'll ride it all the way. <laughs> <laughs> have you heard of our band yet? <laughs> Oh man, the conversation died. Right? It's it such a weird lull. Yeah. So I mean, sigh. I guess I mean you had you had mentioned perhaps uh, uh, working on working on a record with uh, a few other bands. Yeah. Um, hush hush. We don't need to particularly get into that. But the aspect I wanted to maybe discuss was uh, how do you find uh, particularly with Exchange Studios becoming such a popular spot yeah. right now? So you got Ryan Nash from Union Stockers yeah, there. Awesome. Um, how do you find it as 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 a whole uh, influential with these other bands around you? You know what I mean. Like obviously, you guys are really tight with each other. Do you find it's it's easier to work with them this way? And I mean, obviously, I can direct that towards you as well because you're helping to record a lot of these bands now, right? That might be a a, a step away from getting into somewhere like Exchange or you know, because uh, as far as I know, you guys just did it in the basement at Team Steve's place, right? Did yeah, it was between the there between there and Marty's house, we did a bit in. Uh, uh, the garage at my place for like some gang vocals and stuff that sound pretty sweet but um, yeah I kind of forgot the question do, do, you, do you find it uh, do you find it do you find it kind of easy, easier to take influence and, and guidance from these bands around you I mean working especially in so many different facets with one another well in terms of bear fight yeah it was kind of easier to just like th throw an idea out to them and like they were pretty much willing to just take it because they trusted, like, Marty and mine abilities to just throw shit together and make it sound good. Um, I mean, we haven't gotten too far out. We've thrown some lines out for recording. I think we're going to do some stuff with Torn Into right away. Okay. Which I'm pretty stoked on. Right. Um, I guess right now we're just trying to build it up and get enough uh, product out there to get more people coming our way. But once we do get a few more projects out, yeah, I think it'll become easier to kind of get into the scene with other bands to at least record demos or uh, engineer at somewhere like Exchange or somewhere else. Right, right. I mean, obviously, uh, demos are really important uh, for for bands coming out, particularly uh, younger, you know, younger groups uh, working with somebody like you who's in a band that's established and is recording, you know what I mean, stuff that's kind of in that middle segue. It would be obviously great for everybody around to to move forward with something like that. Um, any like obviously you, you had mentioned putting feelers out, but any permanent ideas of moving forward with that? Is it something you you intend to pursue or? Yeah, we're gonna pursue it. Fucking awesome. stoner mentality doesn't even let us like get a name together to call ourselves. <laughs> But we're doing it. Ask <laughs> I was gonna ask you. I was like, "You guys even have a name for it? Is it just no, like, no, nothing?" Team at all. Steve's basement recordings. <laughs> <laughs> I wanted to go with something French to get that kind of market in there. Oh, there you go. It's Marty, Marty can say right? a couple words, so <laughs> should kind of work on that, I guess. But I, re I really like that aspect of what you do. You know, like with the whole basement recording, like 
Next time we go to a studio, we're gonna drop eight grand on a record. You no way. You, you bet your you fucking eight grand to drop on a record. Well, if we, <laughs> what do you hide from This me? man has equity now. I know. Well, yeah, <laughs> it's a fucking homeowner. You take, you well, what I'm saying is, sign up for Uber. Sign up for Uber. You, you take, take a second mortgage no out on your house, man. Let's do it. Fine. Oh, fine. There goes my point out the fucking. No, look, man, look. I, no, I it's just like it's such a great way to like just track your ideas, and it helps with the writing process prior to you know dropping eight absolutely. fucking grand. Yeah, yeah if yeah, someone absolutely. has the tools to be able to do that, use them because you know I mean? it just streamlines the process, gets ideas through way easier <clears throat> and way faster. That's how we write. That's yeah. how, how, like it's just it's because kind of weird. It's the first band I've ever been. We're in blessed that, enough to have that, you know, aspect already included. Yeah, yeah. But it's like the first band I've ever been in where, it's like, we don't really jam. Like, we jam ideas out, you know. But then, like, most of like the concrete, like laying down exactly what it is, happens in Cal's basement with his Mac, and we just like kind of like record ideas, or he, you know, has the drum ideas like already hammered out, or he's like playing what, or he's putting in like. In MIDI format, what Joel's been playing at the jam space, and then I kind of take those open. ideas and like kind of go through. It's really weird because like we've never, I've never written in a band like that. Usually, you just get together and you jam. And you're like, oh, that's cool. Like, let's yeah. go with that. You know what I mean? But hopefully, like, remember next time. Right for us, yeah. it's, it's been it's been pretty cool to like be, to have that opportunity to like like we do jam and we'll like get into cool ideas, but then we like take a step back and and go to Kyle's and like actually look at it and then iron it out the way that it should be or the way we think it should be. And then go back and jam it. And then, like, you know, sometimes they'll jam it and be like, well, that was fucking terrible. We're going to redo it, you know? But having the ability to, like, sit back and not have to play it to hear it is, yeah. like, such a huge thing that I think benefits our band for sure. We still change parts, like, every five seconds. Oh, right. But we can hear them back before we change it. Right. right. I mean, that's just an aspect of, of writing songs, though, right? Yeah. I remember we, we would just have, like, a shitty old tape recorder and just put it on the floor. In the middle, of, in the middle of our basement, and just hope that it picks oh, yeah. things up properly. Yeah. So, um, somebody want to pick a song? Lawyer Myers, Lori Myers, no effects.
So that was no effects. And Andrew, if I just may ask you, uh, why that for the speed theme? <laughs> Pretty yeah, fast song. Pretty fast song. We're all kind of going the same route on that one. Hey? You ever hear that? Not for long. <laughs> <laughs> They're thrash. That thrash is just unbelievable. Unbelievable. One of um, my favorite bands of all time. Pretty standard thrash. Yeah, we're, pre- we're pretty fast too. Pretty yeah, it's all right. Just saying. Pretty normal. Pretty normal. Thrash. I mean, the drummer plays it a Th- lot better than <laughs> my drummer. <laughs> <laughs> Ender isn't even aware of how fast we play. He's playing half time. What is the bass player? We need to know about timing. Yeah, yeah, that's that's back, back, back. Or melody or anything. <laughs> Just carry the fucking amp. Yeah. <laughs> uh, See this wait, new sticker I put they, on my wait, wait, other bases carry amps? Yeah, oh, oh dude, that's Man, all, I, that's all I ever got to do. <laughs> I got to low gear and unload gear and then just sit miserably when everyone else is making out. Andrew can't load <laughs> He's too loaded by the time And we are overpaying Andrew. Yeah. <laughs> Free is what? just too We're much. <laughs> Free is too much. We give you a beer every now and then. So maybe, um, maybe we'll explore. I mean, obviously you guys are younger. I mean, younger than me. I don't know. That's a relative term, I guess. 34. Turned 34 on Monday well, when we were supposed to do the first recording. So, nice. yes, Happy it is now Happy Thursday. Thank you, guys. Um, You're born on the same birthday. It's belated birthday. 81. Happy birthday. Yeah. Good for you. Now I'm yeah. wishing him a happy, like, next birthday. Oh, happy, yeah. yeah. Gotcha, right. He's right. Yeah. Like, next that. year? That's 35. Yeah. He's loading about it. So, I mean, as as younger guys, obviously, I mean, we, we've discussed Brain and Andrew. You guys are tight-knit in the band thing from forever ago. But, I mean, have you guys played in previous bands as well? I mean, give me a little history uh, musically of you guys. Well, I don't even know where to start. I don't know. I think everyone's <laughs> kind of played in a couple different bands since high school. And, you know, you kind of dabble in rock and punk. Joel and punk dabbles. Rock and <laughs> Rock punk, and Joel rock, Joel rock, and DJ blues, drumming. jazz, and jazz. <laughs> <laughs> <Just> one time. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Kind of like take our, our influences from all over the place, and uh, yeah, kind of just um, you know, once we got a little bit tighter with Brandon and Andrew, we kind of recruited us in a way to to join. And the main criteria was, can you thrash? I'm so, I, I just want to say it was dumb that for was... them to recruit us because. Joel was like jamming the clip wing, but really Joel played in like a rock band. Yeah, Joel's a rock and roll guy. Yeah, I'm more of like a rock metal guy. And I hadn't even played guitar in a band for a couple yeah. years, probably. Not the I best was... choice. <laughs> <laughs> I was just doing vocals still, for my still other band, Mercy Street, which is all like kind of metal core screamo shit. So I was more screaming than singing. Yeah. And then I just wanted to play guitar again, and Braden was like, "We did like so we're starting oh, a band. We had to tell Kyle to stop playing knights. Kyle, ditch the ninth. Yeah. Stop playing the ninth, man. Yeah, I'm really fucking the, leave it's it. It's the wrong colors and thirds, bro. Fifths and fifths thirds will take you home. This is fucking pop punk, man. Fifths. But and does thirds. it always have to be pop punk? <laughs> Can I add the ninth? You remember the color? No, Kyle. Braden? No color. You remember? And that? that's why I like to argue with Braden. Was that sweet band you played in the New Tex? New Technician. Yeah, that, New was, was sweet. that was that some was sweet skate band. punk band. Yeah, yeah, man. Yeah, fuck, that was so fast. Thrash. I need help. I need help. I need. Help. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Wasn't that the incredible. song? It's close. It was close. We need help. We need help. We need help. That was it. Yeah. Awesome. So, <laughs> did you guys all grow up together? Uh, uh, me and Andrew did. Joel wanted to fight me once. <laughs> you kissed Probably. my girlfriend, you did. <laughs> first off, I'm pretty all sure Andrew's kissed all of our girlfriends. Second <laughs> off, I'm pretty sure we've all wanted to fight him at some point. <laughs> oh, we yeah. can agree yes. on that. We can agree on that. Yeah, I want to fight him daily. Yeah. yeah. 
I'm gonna beat his ass later. You slapped me once, yeah. I did? I think so. Oh, man. <laughs> I'm gonna have to apologize for those days. I used to drink and slap people. That's just what I did. Either that or I would just grab dick. Okay. I knew this one time. That's a good term. It was the first time that I'd ever gone to the mansion. And in my head, I'd built up this really romanticized idea of what it was going to be like when I got there. Right? I'm like, oh, it's on Wellington Crescent. I'm going to get there in this big, beautiful mansion. There's going to be this wicked house party, and there's going to be girls with trays of blow walking around. And I get there, and it's just this fucking dilapidated, old, big house. And uh, it's a Halloween party. I'm there with uh, Mike Dog from uh, Legion of Liquor. Oh, yeah. Who, obviously, uh, we just posted up uh, our last uh, interview with them. But anyway, I get there. He's still playing in Hot Live, guys. And I get there, I'm just, I'm blind drunk, and uh, I don't remember if it was co-op or Honeycut who was playing. They were both playing, but I don't remember who was standing up front, and I was having a smoke, and I used to, I'd either get wasted and slap people, or I'd get wasted and grab dick. So, <laughs> I, I'm, I'm, I'm eyeballing him from across, and he's just like, oh shit. I can hear him under, he's like, oh shit. I'm walking up to him, he's like, oh shit, oh shit. He's like, listen dude, I don't know your name, but if you're going to grab my dick, just don't do it. And he just turned around... <laughs> And he walked away, and that was that was the moment I realized. No, that was not the moment I realized. And people might be uncomfortable with me grabbing dick, but it was it was the moment that somebody told me, "Hey, don't do that." When I realized that people were really uncomfortable with having their dicks grabbed by complete wasted strangers, I met Chai Pig at a bar called Hooligans. She's now the handsome daughter on Sherbrooke. He was he was just there one night. I just walked in, and he was there. And we start chatting, and we get outside, and he's talking to me, and he's like, he's really, really close to me. And I'm like, this dude looks like an old catcher's mitt. He's like, time has not been good to Mr. Pig, which is, I mean, which is true when you, you know, when you live with addiction and stuff like that. And we start going, and I'm just like, I can't believe I'm sitting here, sitting here talking with you, as if you were such a big influence to me. He's like, favorite song. I'm like, it's going to sound stupid, but painful reminder. He's like, I love that song too. I'm like, okay, thanks, thanks, Chai. And he's like, you know that song was about me? And I was like, well, yeah, it seemed fairly obvious to me that song was about you. And he's like, I'll tell you another thing, Ryan. Teacher was a man. And then he grabs my dick and leans in for a kiss. And I'm like, this is what I've been doing to people for like five years of getting wasted and grabbing dick. And I've not gotten wasted and grabbed a stranger's dick again. Wow, that's good. So, learning the taste of your own Mr. Chai Pig. Don't grab strangers' dicks when you're wasted. It makes them uncomfortable. Learn <laughs> <laughs> the weirdest lessons from punk rockers. I'm a pretty good butt toucher. Butts are for touching. Yeah. You know, yeah, I uh, I happen to be dating a young lady who's somewhat prudish. Who just told me today that butts aren't for touching. What? Yeah, what? she told me I got my own butt and I could touch that. <laughs> so, you know, I immediately... Such a girlfriend thing to say. Right? Yeah. In the locker room. After a show. <laughs> Good oh, guitar playing, Kyle. Oh, yeah, the old locker room, eh? Oh, the old, uh... <laughs> snapping towels. When we're showering in the back. <laughs> grabbing <stage>. dick. <laughs> Gra- grabbing <clears throat> dick to shower. Uh, where, where are you playing that you, uh, they got the shower set up in the back there? Like the bathhouse down, uh... <laughs> they rebuilt the Aquarius. Oh, I just, I I just take off my clothes and pour <laughs> water over <laughs> You're still doing that? Old, I get uh, Braden because he's so right. tall, I just kind of... <laughs> Whenever Andrew gets nervous, he just reminisces about hockey in high school. <laughs> and all the butts. All the butts. <laughs> all the man butt. Okay, well, I mean, to be honest with you guys, I feel like I'm speeding through this, but like I said, I uh, have my first time coming solo, so you guys have to put up with it from me. 
we got uh, we got one last song pick coming from Trigger. So, what did you uh, uh, what did you like? What's new, Pussycat? Tom Jones. Are you serious? Just to take the screen down. Iceman left a trail. Wilhelm scream. Okay, well let's go with the Wilhelm scream. Okay, so we're back with uh, Trigger's, uh, after Trigger's final pick, which was a Wilhelm Screen's Iceman Left a Trail, which, I mean, obviously if we're going with the speed theme, makes sense to me, without even having to really jump into it. It works fast. It, it, was, it was fast, fast as a speed. <laughs> um, so generally to wrap the show up uh, we go over where we are able to find stuff on you guys I mean 
besides staring through your windows. I'll figure out where your house is eventually, Andrew. I'll be waiting outside at least one or two nights. Okay, you can grab I'll, I'll text you. I'll text you for a late night dick grab. There we go. I, all right, I'll, I'll come out of retirement for one dick grab, but I'm gonna have to do it sober these days. Um, so I guess I mean social media. What do we What do we have to find you guys? Okay, so you can get it at. I guess this will be. It'll. This is past when it's out, so it's already out. So you can get it everywhere online that you can stream something or download something. So like, like iTunes and Spotify and all that crap. And RDO. Then, whatever yeah, honestly, is. everywhere. Like Kazaa. Pretty much everywhere. No. <laughs> Limelight. I even I even read I even read you can if you have that app Shazam you can Shazam it. If wow! You're, if you're out somewhere, you can see like, that's, that's, that's recognition. Stuff that means right we've made it. Yeah. <laughs> It's yeah. pretty much everywhere. So. It only took us 12 years to do something happen. Pretty much, yeah. So is there, a, is there a website, Bandcamp, anything of that nature? Uh, we have a Bandcamp. You can get it there, too. It's uh, triggerswpg.bandcamp.com. You can get it uh, on iTunes. Look up Triggers. I'm sure you'll find it. Other than that, if you want a physical copy, and they are pretty cool, you probably want a physical copy, uh, you can get one at any of our shows for the time being. We don't have any sort of outlet to get you a physical copy, unless you get in contact with us, and then I'm sure Andrew will drive you on over personally, <laughs> because he loves driving so much right now. That's my favorite pastime. <laughs> and uh, so staying updated on when shows are coming up, what's happening with you guys, are we looking at Facebook? Uh, yeah, you can grab it, you can get, uh, you can get us on Facebook, uh, you can get us on Twitter. You can get us on Instagram. Uh, just look up Triggers WPG. You'll find it. It's uh, mm. the only Triggers WPG out there, I'm pretty sure. MySpace? Uh, no. No. No, <laughs> no, no MySpace. No. no. Uh, just do it to be ironic. A couple years ago, somebody told me they were bringing MySpace back. They're like, no, they're, over, they're overhauling the whole thing. The fucking <laughs> system's going to change, and you're going to be back on MySpace. It and sounds like Steve-O. Maybe. What, maybe. <laughs> <laughs> he really hyped on things, so... Um, and we, of course, as always, you can find uh, this and all of our past episodes at uh, witchpolice.com. Uh, free download, free streaming. We're also part of the Garbage Hill Podcast Network, which uh, has done, I, I would think and, and say, uh, quite a bit for the podcast community here in Winnipeg by, you know, giving us a united thing. Um, also, if you felt inclined, you might go over to Facebook, uh, Prince of Thieves, and take a look at some of my artwork, maybe buy some stuff. It's locally made. It's cheaply priced and my cat likes expensive cat food so <laughs> on that real stinker of a note I'm, I guess we'll leave with uh, one last song from me and uh, it's what song is it? it's got nothing to do with the, the speed theme what? but it does have what to do with uh, it's just Keanu Reeves singing it, it's just uh, it's just him <laughs> saying I know Kung Fu over and over again uh, obviously this week um, you know Wes Craven passed away so any horror movie fan, I'm going to pay a little tribute to him with a song whose title has something to do with him, but the body does not. So off of Iron Sheik's uh, Not Like This record, Sweet. this song is called Every Town Has an Elm Street. Thanks a lot for listening, guys. Just